This show contains views and opinions that may not be suitable for certain audiences. Listener discretion is strongly advised. A friendly reminder, Mary Jane edibles are not a substitute for actually paying your Lyft driver. Don't forget to tip your bartenders, you filthy fucking animals. And if you've got kinks, we've got links. Don't forget to subscribe, put on your seatbelt, and enjoy the ride. Howdy, 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 everybody, and welcome to Thespian Talk. I am your host, Gomer the Ranting Thespian. With me this week is Skolopendra. Hello, the world's on fire. <laughs> Indeed, and, and quite literally in a lot of places, too. And we also yep. have Michelle. Hello. Yes, and so last week we just needed a week off because it was like, yeah, the election season is almost over. And then we're going to have the season where Trump bitches about it no matter what the outcome is. Because yep. Trump's going to bitch. Because, well, he is one. Um. <laughs> uh, or and even the son of one. I, 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 okay, I, I don't know how much of a bitch his mother was, but um, considering who she raised, I, I'm going to assume she was one. No, maybe. That's probably From unfair what I <laughs> Go ahead. From what I understand, at the very least, she didn't st um, stand up against Fred, so... Yeah. So... So, yeah. I, I, I talked myself into a complicated corner. <laughs> because that's what I do. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, normally, I, and I, I, we've been kind of just slipping over the past few weeks in terms of getting them out on Wednesdays. Uh, but we're recording this on Wednesdays because the day we meant to record it was, you know, on Tuesday... That was the day after the the GO, the Senate GOP rammed through uh, Amy Coney Barrett into the Supreme Court seat, even though, and I remember this, four years ago, that same asshole, Mitch McConnell, you know, was like, oh, we can't do that during an election year. Bullshit. And I don't remember if I vocalized it at the time. But I seem to remember what? at least thinking if the shoe was on the other foot, he would ram it through quicker than you could say Farfandugan. What the hell is yep. Farfandugan? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> but he, he rammed her through quicker than you could say the word. That's for sure. You know, just... And, and to Mitch McConnell, please, please, somebody clip this out. Show it to him, because I have just this one thing to say to Mitch McConnell. Um, enjoy your necrosis, asshole. Because you you, your hands are looking a little dark there. Like, 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 are they going to fall off, man? Like, like, did, did we find some, did we find some power sources or something? And now you've, we've cut off power to your hands and, and you want to just fuck everybody and take everybody down with you? Is that, is that why you love metaphorically suckling the Trump dick. I think most people call that bootlicking, but I prefer I prefer that one because it's got that much more of a punch to it. Yep. Uh, and it's just as uncomfortable, too. Uh, because you say bootlicker and people are like, oh, you mean like the Nazis? Well, I mean, yes, definitely like the Nazis. But you say dick sucker and people are like, wait, what? So... <laughs> And, and to be clear, if you are a regular person who likes sucking dick, fine, whatever. That's not the point. The point is, you, you, you normally, when you are doing something like that to somebody, you like them. You like them a lot, normally speaking. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to 
and and that's where the comparison comes into play is if you say oh you you just love sucking that dick don't you yeah mm -hmm. so that's that's where that comparison comes into play i don't know if anybody has ever vocalized it like that before but hey <laughs> uh and if i'm the first please spread it around to everybody else if i'm not the first then okay <laughs> uh right. yes so so yeah how, how okay we're, we're gonna start with, with michelle on this one how have you been the past couple of weeks strapping kids so uh -oh. <clears throat> i was doing holiday so before i got this job uh for those of you who aren't aware I've, i'm currently working as a cleaner um i work at a couple of different locations mm -hmm. and usually my working week is about 20-ish hours but mostly in the evening so it's kind of awkward hours as well slightly annoying however even before i got confirmed in the job i knew that coming up in october going into november i'd be doing holiday cover so all right fair enough just confirm the dates where i've got to go and what i've got to do that'll be fine so from the 10th until the 31st i've been covering two banks two hours in one three hours in another uh, an hour each on the saturday mm -hmm. that was fine it was kind of annoying because i had to because it all because i had to outside office hours and i didn't want to be coming back for my other job which was the other side of town at 10 o'clock at night basically on my own so i did one in the morning which meant getting up at five and uh, one in the afternoon and then going straight to the other job and coming home again Mm -hmm. Which was okay. I was tired. I was knackered, but I could sort of flop out on the sofa for a little bit. But then the other lady um, fell ill, so I was then doing three hours in the afternoon in the restaurant. So basically, last week I pulled about sixty-four hours. Damn. I was knackered, so that's why when you say we're not doing a show this week, I was like, oh my god, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just yeah. Um, yeah, good call. The on lady. My, on my part. Yeah, the lady in question, um, because she apparently doesn't normally get ill, and because um, she is over 60, not, you know, not huge over, she's very spry, mm -hmm. um, but because of being ill and being in a vulnerable age group, she did have the Rona test, it did come back clear, so she's okay, but there was kind of a moment of like, so either because the lady that was went sick is the one I'm covering after, so of uh, the... For ease of clarity, we'll call them the bank lady and restaurant lady. So mm -hmm. I'm covering for bank lady for three weeks, then straight away covering for restaurant lady straight away after. If restaurant lady had gotten the negative result, oh, obviously would have had to, well, sorry, the positive result would have had to isolate for like the, the, the requisite time, which would have been an extra 10 days on top of what she's already isolated for. Mm -hmm. And that's assuming that she didn't get like worse. Right. Basically would have meant I would have been working through from... When I started covering them, say from the t well, I'd been working every day since the last bank holiday in August, but only doing the very light week, so that wasn't that was fine. But from the tenth, potentially until the fourteenth of November, I could have been like working straight through, doing all the hours. But thankfully, she was clear, and she covered my um, shift, so I actually got a day off nice. on the Sunday. So yeah, but potentially it could have been like I, I want you to be not ill for your own sake but i really hope you're not ill for my sake as you laugh <laughs> no it's fine it's fine yeah that's, so that's been mean, my couple of weeks yeah but uh, yeah i can i can see like being both selfish and selfish at the same time yes it's possible yeah. i mean yeah. best best way you can demonstrate being selfish selfish and selfless is mm. money like 
Like I could, oh. I could want like, like say, five hundred. Let's say ten million dollars. You know, let's let's say if I, mm-hmm. I, I you know, we'll, we'll use that as a nice round number. You know, I wouldn't Ten mind grand that. Ten clear my debt. Yeah. See, <laughs> I would see. I wouldn't be able to use all of that for just myself. So of course, mm. even if, even if you got to be pragmatic about it, it's like okay, I can, I can invest enough to where I have a continual um, idle income, but that's not going to take all mm-hmm. of it, or at least it shouldn't yeah. take all of it. And even if it does, you still get more money back. So. Yeah. But then the but rest say, of the money I mean... can. Yeah, but, but the point I'm I'm really trying to get to and, and taking a roundabout way yeah, of getting sorry. there, take some for myself, but also use some of that to give to others. So, yeah. So oh yeah. So if I if I put out something like that, it's like it is for me, but not just for me. Mm-hmm. So because hell, ten million dollars. If I got that on the regular, I wouldn't have to worry about money, and a whole bunch yeah. of other motherfuckers wouldn't have to worry about money either. <laughs> Which yeah. Which, uh, oh god, you, y'all you saw the whole Kim Kardashian bullshit, right? No, recent bullshit. Okay, so, she put out on Twitter that after getting her closest friends to, like, quarantine for a couple of weeks or whatever, she surprised them to a trip to a private island to remember what it was like during, quote-unquote, normal times or whatever bullshit that, or whatever Oh, bullshit. I saw that. I didn't realize it was Kim Kardashian, though. It was Kim Kardashian, and I remember what I said. I said, well, you know what? It's nice that you're able to do that, Kim. How about you take some of that money you are just throwing around for your rich friends and giving it to people, directly giving it to people, who could use that a lot more maybe to get out of debt and maybe get it actually get themselves a home, Kim. Maybe instead, you know, you, you could do better with your money, Kim. Just seriously, if you've Wasn't... got that much money, and and this and and this is another thing I put out there too, because uh, mm. Ice Cube, you know, as in the rapper, rapper, mm. performer, entertainer, he's he's trying to get government money to help his 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 fellow man, um, and one of the places he's gone is right to Donald Trump, which. Mm. No, <laughs> people are a little pissed at him about that because, hi, Trump wants to Trump at, at, at his core would want to see people who look like Ice Cube, who, for those who don't know, he is black. The, he wants to see people who look like Ice Cube either dead or enslaved. That's just mm. the basis of it. That's at the base. And it doesn't just apply to black people. It applies to Mexicans. It applies to anybody who is not white like him. Okay, yeah. white and rich like him, because I'm pretty sure if he had it his way, you know, it would apply more to Scully and me here. But we would be mm-hmm. cogged in the machine until we fucking killed over and then thrown in a pit and replaced immediately. If he yep. had his way. Mm. Uh, good thing we outnumber him, guys. Uh-huh. You know, just remember that. Ah, uh, but. Yeah, I, I kind of pulled over you a couple of times there, Michelle. I'm sorry. You were trying to say something? Well, all I was going to say is I've heard, and this was a few years ago, so maybe the situation has changed a little bit, but with proper budgeting, you can live off the in, just the interest of a million, um, you know, for a well, Yeah. Yeah, depending on what stocks you go for, yeah. Yeah, I've done a lot of calculation myself. Um, I think they said that because I think I first heard it when like the lottery came to the UK and people were saying it like because you get the the right and even with that sort of stock investment if you get a good high interest bank account you could live off of that kind of thing. 
Yeah. So just like invest the bulk of it and then um, live off the, the interest. Yeah. Just. So, but yeah, um, I, I, I would assume that's modest because actually there's um to give a good world one example, uh, Charlotte Church, mm-hmm. um, she actually had admit I didn't see the interview like I don't think I saw it straight away, but it was like read about it after the fact. It was like, yeah, you know what? I, I probably have got enough money. That I'd never have to work again if I keep a modest lifestyle, but I don't have a modest lifestyle, so I'm gonna keep working. <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, okay. I want, sometimes I want to be a bit lavish." Yeah. And given the fact the girl's been working her bones off since she was seven, I think she's allowed to indulge herself. Yeah, and, and that's and that and that in and of itself is okay because it's like you know hmm. she's not she's not as far as I'm aware she's not stealing it from anybody else. She's invested no. in it. She's doing. She's still out there doing work, you know, to earn a little bit more. And, She's and genuinely talented, unlike certain people, Kim. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, fine, you know. The, the the I think the big thing is people are missing that people are missing is that having a lot of money in and of itself is not necessarily the problem. It's how you got the money mm. and what you do with the money that are the issues. Take take Jeff Bezos for example, and and people like mm. him. They get all of this money. They are billionaires. And they got it by fucking over their workers and by dodging taxes whenever they can and not paying their fair share. They did it by being greedy, scummy, cheating assholes. That's all there is to it. Yeah, Amazon itself, you know, as in the services it provides for us, can be a good thing. Sure. Mm. I've used it in the past. I have not used it in well over a year by this point. Because, no, fuck it. I'm not giving them my money, and I think more people should take that option. And guess what? A lot of these places that sell on Amazon, you could probably go directly to their site, for the most part. Um, now, for example, Perler Beads, that, he, that that people like Mel and I use to make the sprites. We can go directly to, per, directly to Perler Sprite. Perler Sprite? Perler Sight. I rented this tongue, mm. apparently. And and we can and we actually can get good deals on it for just the base Perler sprites. So you yeah, know, it's, it's I usually go to us. the local hobby shop. Yeah, but but the point is we we have other options. Is just Amazon is trying to drown everything else out, like mm. stuff like like I'll I'll get stuff for for Becky and she'll get stuff for me digitally, but we don't go through Amazon or at least I don't. And, you know, we just, well, we have to do it all digitally for the most part because um, that's, that's just the kind of thing. Like for my birthday, I, I, like for our birthdays this year, I, we, we each like gave each other money for our respective uh, eShop accounts. So mm. and we can get them directly through Nintendo. <laughs> just yeah. go get the code or, or, or actually, no, the codes, the eShop codes are not directly through Nintendo. You have to go through a retailer, which that's really stupid. But the point is, it doesn't yeah. have to be Amazon. I think I did mine. Oh, through, yeah. I think I did mine through Target. So, yeah. Uh, the, the only other thing I was going to say was, is that the meme someone posted? In, um, I think it probably was in memes or politics where it was like, um, you know, this person's bought, taken all their friends to an island. They just put a Battle Royale poster underneath it. Yep. That's that. <laughs> yep, that originated from Kim Kardashian just flaunting her money. No, I didn't read the headline. I just saw um, "Take Friends to a Private Island Battle Royale." And, All right, I think I've seen everything I need to. Yeah, 
I wish that was a battle royale. That would be a lot more interesting story. <laughs> it would still be horrible on Kim Kardashian's part because, again, flaunting your money as though, oh, we can just do this. Can't you do this too? No, we can't! It's like, it's like, you know, it's on the same level as Ben Shapiro saying, oh, you're welcome to leave. No, we're not mm. going to leave. No, for, number one, no. Number two, we can't. Other countries will not yeah. have us because, because yep, our leadership sorry. is fucked over. The, the fucking coronavirus, which Trump is now trying to say it's over. No, it's not. Coronavirus can and will come. I, I hope the coronavirus oh. reinfects Trump's ass and kills him this time. Oh. Yeah. I don't get it. I a think shit. enough times. Like, when he originally got infected, people was like, oh, but, you know, with the, with the whole thing, it's a bit politically dodgy, and he, he needs to. Because I think Telltale was like, he needs to get infected enough to be, like, actually take it seriously, but now nah, that window's passed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but w- <laughs> but you know we can all we can always hope. I know I know the uh, Corona Task Force has been infected all to hell. Oh, let's hope they get they Pence. Know let's hope they get Pence <laughs> at the very least. Yeah. Pence and Trump, fuck them. I mean, we've already got Mitch McConnell mm-hmm. with necrosis going on over here. <laughs> so you know, uh, speaking of Kentucky, or at least the state north of Kentucky, how have you been, Scully? Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, well, <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Okay, so my grandmother tested positive for COVID. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, guess what happened? Uh, apparently, uh, my uncle's wife visited her mm-hmm. while she uh, knew she was sick. You know, I'm. I mean, not with COVID, but I mean, but I mean, even if it wasn't COVID, you shouldn't. Be around an, an elderly immunocompromised person when you're sick. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, uh, my mom was over there, you know, uh, well, before she tested positive, uh, well, before my grandmother tested positive, and, you know, yeah, fortunately, my mom tested negative, even though, like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, even though, like, you know, she was uh, less than six feet away from her, but I mean, she miraculously mm. tested negative. Thank God! But goddamn. Yeah. I mean, I was worried for a bit. It was a false negative because um, she was experiencing some symptoms consistent with COVID, but then like went away after a couple days. So that's good. I mean, she's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Dang, I really Dang. do hope my grandmother recovers, though. Yeah, I was about to ask. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Positive vibes. Yes. And yep. this this is this is also why we we you know say hey listen to the goddamn CDC when they say hey you need to wear your masks you need to social distance you need to not do the shit you've been trying to pull for since fucking March. Because, hi, this shit spreads, and it spreads fast, and it can fuck people up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not the best segue I have into this, but I'm going to use it anyway because I can't think of any other place that isn't forced. So so if you if you look in the doobly-doo you know, of, of, each episode, of each episode of the show, whether you're on YouTube, whether you're on the podcast apps or whatever, you'll notice that there's always been a link to Mel's Mask Shop. Well... Mm-hmm. There's been an improvement to that. The the shop itself is still the same. It's still got the same great quality of masks at, at a good affordable price, but it can also be a little bit more affordable because there's a discount code. 
Mel has 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 put out a discount code, and and it's one specifically, it's specifically for me in general. But of course, the show is part of me and what I do, so of course it's going to come on here. So, if you look down to the doobly doo of this episode going forward, there will be a code. There will be a code Gomer ten. That is G O M E R one zero, and you put that in, and you can get ten percent off a mask. I think she put. I think she worded it any mask in the shop, um, and, and that's the key term: masks. <laughs> I yeah. I mm. don't think it works for like her her sushis or her pearlers, but uh, but definitely <laughs> her masks. That's for sure. And like they're they're cheap enough on their own in terms of price. The quality is great, um, mm. but the, the prices are inexpensive enough on their own. But you get ten percent off using the code Gomer ten, and. You know, you get you not only get a you get a you get a good mask or two. You might want more, so you can cover your face. You can cover your friend's face. Um, I don't think she has enough to cover the faces of the entirety of the entire population of Chipley, Florida. But you know, yeah, I, I had to go to Walmart the other day, and oh my god, so many people still not wearing masks. It's like you fucking assholes. Oh, or you get them and they go, they're around their fucking noses and like oh sh- <laughs> yeah, wear your mask properly. Get your get yourself yeah. a mask from Mel's Mask Shop. Uh, the link is melparadise.etsy.com. That does take you right to her Etsy shop. I think the actual URL is a little bit different, but you know what? The one I just gave will take you there. That should that is the one of the doobly doo. And don't forget to use the promo code <sighs> Gomer ten for ten percent off your masks. Uh, so yeah. Are you getting a little kickback from it? Yes, I am. Isn't that how these things work? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that was a hell of a segue. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, ser- but in all seriousness, like, like just, uh, this, this is the kind of shit that happens when people don't take the whole mask up seriously, you know? Or yeah. if they, they argue, like, like oh my fr- my my freedoms to wear a mask is like yeah your freedom to not wear a mask does not trump everybody else's right to not get the covid yeah. it just doesn't exactly. i'm sorry like you know we're, we're going to go my nose dude my nose yeah, we're going to we're going to star trek a bit here but it's the needs of the many outweighs the needs of the few guess what in comparison these anti-mask motherfuckers are the few the people who don't want yeah. to catch covid and die and thus will wear their masks are the many figure it out <laughs> yeah just goddamn. damn oh so uh so yeah some of them also try and give like religious reasons like oh is you, you're covering up god's perfection and all of that is like i was like bitch you look like a hog <laughs> not that hogs can't be pretty and beautiful it's just uh yeah yeah, you know uh, I, I, that 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 is a bit sorry. unfair on me. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, um, okay, wouldn't God want you to take care of your body as best as you can? I mean, you would think. Geez. You would think, but then these people, some of these people are like, "Oh, but God will just take. God will take care of it." You did, yeah, you got to put in some of the effort uh, yourself, asshole. Uh, yeah. Isn't that? I mean, like when some of them say about oh we got to help um you know be more green aware and like all the, all this stuff like being mm-hmm. anti 
anti-environmental stuff and it's like oh but god gave us this perfect world and god will take care of it it's like my understanding is god if you believe in them put you on here to take care of it to be the caretakers yeah because it's 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 like it's like you know they say oh god will take care of it yeah he's taking care of it by setting it on fire i don't think he's doing a good job (laughs) if you're gonna go that route (laughs) but um, it's like that um it's it's like the joke uh, about the you know, the people in the flood, and you know they like trapped on the roof, and someone comes along on a boat and says, "Hey, you you want to help?" Said, "Oh no, God, God will be with us. God will be with us." And then like a couple of other people offer them help and say, "Oh no, no, God will be with us." And they drown, and then they get up to heaven and like, "Oh, where were you?" So well, did you not see the boat and all the other people I sent to help you? <laughs> yeah, people are stupid that way. <laughs> it's like, uh, like, like. Like I don't, I'm not even a Christian anymore, and I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, maybe pay attention to whatever signs God is trying to give to you. Mm-hmm. I was like, hi, don't be an idiot. Uh, Basically, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I, I bring up Christianity because Christian missionaries are trying to force their ways into public schools yet again, and Ugh. some schools are letting them. Oh. For f- don't you have laws against that? We're supposed to. Yeah. Now, I, I do want to be clear. When we say, you know, forcing their ways into schools, we mean school, you know, like actual school time. You know, as in like having a teacher or a coach or somebody come in during like official school events or what have you and preaching the gospel or, or, what, or whatever holy book you believe in. That's what we're talking about. Clubs like the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, which meet outside of school hours, are not directly funded and sponsored by the school. That's fine. That is one thing. Okay? Because uh, as there, there are two, there's actually two articles from the Friendly Atheist that, that I'm looking at. And both of them are about the same thing, with the same kind of thing. One of them, mm. an Oklahoma school, let Christian mi- Christian missionaries preach to kids each month. Bear in mind, that's mm. just the headline. And then one out of Florida. Fun fact, it's out, out of Kissimmee, which is right near Disney World, just to give you guys an idea of where this is. Uh, preachers are sneaking into public schools by saying they're character coaches. Character <sighs> coaches. That... What? No. No, 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 no. See, here, here's, here's, here's what these... these, these 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 guys who call themselves character coaches are missing. That's what you call people who train the character actors at Disney World. Those are character coaches. You guys mm-hmm. are, are just are just proselytizing assholes who want to force everybody into the same religion as you. But um, but yeah, that at least the Florida one is trying to be subtle. Oklahoma mm-hmm. is just like, no, we'll do it. Just boom, pop pop y'all on in there. All right, we're we're going we're going to teach these on here. Um, so the the lawsuit of and both of them. Uh, let's see, the lawsuit in Oklahoma because yes, of course, there's a lawsuit. Uh, the American Humanist, yep. Humanist Association is filing the suit against the Marietta Public Schools over in Oklahoma, whereas over here in Florida, they're getting slapped by the Freedom from Religion Foundation. I was going to say they were in this some way. Yeah, and here's the thing, the FCA, the the local FCA chapter over there, is 
is is is bragging about this illegal access as as quoted by him as said by him at Menta himself. They're quoting mm-hmm. about this illegal access online because of course it is. See, and the freedom for the FFRF is telling the district to put a stop to this immediately. From the lawsuit, no outside adults should be provided carte blanche access to minors, a captive audience in a public school, uh, wrote um, a staff attorney Chris Line to the Osce- Osceola School District, uh, Superintendent Deborah Pace. This conduct is inappropriate and should raise many red flags. The district cannot allow its schools to be used as recruiting grounds for, for religious groups during school-sponsored events. That's the key term. School-sponsored events. And, yep. and, in, and in this case, this Christian speaker is invited to preach to an entire football team. Which would be, you know, which... I think in this case, the football team is funded by the school because, of course, they're going to fund their sports before they fund their arts. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm making assumptions Sorry. about this one, but I'm willing to bet that's what it is. Point Just so I'm clear, are they talking mm-hmm. like high schoolers, grade school? What What are they actually talking here? Uh, looks like high schoolers. Uh, you know, okay. fo- football players likely high schoolers. So, And, uh, and, and yeah, we... Obviously, we mean American football for those who are like, wait, wait, you guys play soccer in Florida? What? <laughs> Some of us do, but uh, uh, that's not what we're talking about. Um, so, uh, yeah, just no. And from the one in Oklahoma, the lawsuit over here explains that the missionaries class, class for missionaries, oh shit, consists of singing songs and playing games with a captive student audience. The classes promote Christianity, Jesus, and God belief. Bibles have also been distributed to pre-kindergarten students by the missionaries oh, during school hours without parental consent. The school district has described the missionaries class as character education. Excuse me. Character education? For what is essentially religious brainwashing at this point? Because mm-hmm. it, it's one thing to have a religion. You can have your religion. That is fine. But you keep it to yourself. If you, if, you're, if your offspring asks you about it, you can tell them. You can, you can even teach them a few things on your own. But that is between you and your, your offspring. That is between y'all. The moment you take that and you try and push it onto my, in this case, metaphorical offspring... We're going to have problems. Maybe I don't want my offspring to learn about Christianity from you. Maybe I don't feel like teaching them that. Maybe I feel like letting them find out on their own. Getting the information out there on their own, you know? Because I'm not going to forbid them from it. But neither are they going to be forced into it. And that's the way it should be for any and all religious beliefs or non-beliefs. That's how it should be. So, here's a thought I'm just having. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so let's assume, um, for the sake of this argument, okay. let's assume that the people that are going in, these missionaries that are going in, are your common garden Catholic people. Just, right. I am a person, this is my church, um, you know, it is part of the Christian faith, but... What if, oh, well, they're still teaching about God and Jesus, but they're teaching it in a way that 
isn't my religion, isn't my denomination. It's still Christianity, but what if it's suddenly like, what if there's a, some Mormons in the class or a, you know, a couple of, and, and it's just st- sticking with the um, the umbrella of Christianity. What if you've got a couple of Mormons, a couple of JWs, a couple of Baptists, you know, a couple of, um, well, in, uh, less likely over there, but a couple of Church of England, you know, all part of the Christian group, but teach it in different ways. Are they going to complain about that? And, that? and that's not to, um, and that's not even to say about the potential of uh, atheist kids, um, Muslim, Jewish, Hindu, however other, other non-Christian. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So. So like, oh, oh well, they're teaching about God and Jesus. Well, were they teaching in the right way? I've I've heard the argument. I've actually seen an argument on Twitter between two people that it was a stupid argument. Nobody won. I like one person had a slightly stronger case. It was essentially, I think you're too young to get married. And this person's like, well, I was 18 when I got married. Like, by my local laws, that is correct. Well, I think, according to my wisdom and my God, you should have waited until you were 21. I'm not saying this person doesn't have a point, but the way she presented it, kind of stupid. Yeah. And it's like, oh, but this is my... So they were both arguing a philosophical point, saying that their God is a be- uh, the better God. And they're both, as far as I could see, Christian. Or different denominations of Christianity. Yeah. <sighs> like I said, I, I I do agree with the point slightly that this person probably was a little bit young to get married, I, but at the same time, she was of legal age. Yeah. And some people can handle it at younger ages than others. Every person is different. I don't think she can! I don't think she can, but that's a separate conversation. Yeah. But, <laughs> so, but yeah. But, uh, as, as has been noted several times before... It is one of the things that, that that Holly has said that sticks out in my mind. People are complicated. Mm. Yeah. We are not all a hive mind, you know, like, like hell, prob- somebody would probably tell me I'm wrong because I first had sex at 14, you know. Oh, you're so wrong. No. The situation, it could be. You, we can argue the situation. But for the age, no. My body was physically, my- my body was physically ready. I wanted to get I wanted to get laid. Somebody mm-hmm. offered. I took them up on it. That is as simple as that. By my understanding of your laws, that isn't actually illegal so long as the person was within your age range. Um I don't yeah, I, the the person in question was at, l- at least 7 years older than me. <laughs> so, technically not. That's a that's that's a yikes. That, yeah, is a, that is, but that doesn't make you wrong. That makes them wrong because yeah. they they were in the position of power. Yeah, yeah. But point is, point is, <laughs> yeah, the yikes aside, you know, the yikes <laughs> of that situation aside, there's you know, whenever you decide to yeah. start having sex, is when you decide to start having sex, and that's yeah. nobody else's. Nobody else has that right to tell you that. So yeah. you know. Like, you could say, okay, you could advise them. You could say, okay, maybe this may not be a good idea, but any, anyway, I'm, I'm getting a little, got a little off track here because <laughs> I just yeah. read a little bit more in the Oklahoma one where, yeah. um, so uh, one, at least one uh, anonymous person in the lawsuit uh, telling, us, telling one of their stories, um, on or about September 10th, 2019, uh, Mother Jane, obviously not her real name, Picked her daughter, Jill, also not a real name, up from school. 
After riding in the car a short while, Jill asked, Mom, is God real? When Jane asked Jill what the what it was that prompted her to ask such questions, Jill said that these people came along and sang songs and told us a story about God and how he's real. Jill also told Jane that Jill had stated aloud her belief that God is not real. Jill told her mother that def- that um, the defendant, uh, who who is uh, Ricky Christie, was a PE teacher named in the lawsuit, had told her had told Jill not to say that or she would get in trouble. No. So, the, both this lawsuit and the one in Florida, the one uh, down down in Kissimmee, uh, I hope they both go through, and I hope both of their schools, both 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 everybody involved that that, that are the, the defendants in these cases, get their asses handed to them. Fuck them. Yeah. It's one thing to teach yep. religion privately, and it's another thing to force it on a mass of people who may not exactly want it. Mm-hmm. That's where the difference lies. Oh, but you're taking God out of schools. No, we're just saying that taxpayer money cannot be used and should not be used to f- force your religion down everybody else's throats. No, mm. you want you want your kid to go have religion forced upon them. You sick fuck. Okay, that might also be unfair, but I don't care. Send them to a private uh-huh. school. Oh wait, yep. private schools are prohibitively expensive. Now we see uh-huh. why the missionaries go to the public schools. Oh boy! Yeah. Uh, so now- so 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 uh, before we go too much further, Scully, out of all <laughs> of this, do you have any thoughts? You know, uh, if those missionaries were Muslim, uh, yeah, yep. people would have no you know issue with you know saying yeah, fuck it, you can't you can't come here and do that. Yeah. But since it's Christianity. It can fly. Uh, yeah. But again, why was the wrong denomination? Mm-hmm. Uh, good point. Yeah. Yeah. But but what I was all I was gonna say is because we actually have RE classes here, um, mm-hmm. but that is like, hey, religion's a thing, and I remember learning. Uh, we got, I think it was more. Yes, this thing exists, but it's more like a, a vague philosophical thing. Yeah, something um, like something yeah. more yeah. of the and we learn about more than one religion. You know, we're like oh, this religion exists, and I, it's a bit confused for me because it, I only did it as a separate um, class mm-hmm. for two years, and because I moved twice, so for two years I was doing integrated humanities. Then it was all separate history, geography, um, religious studies, and then it went back to the integrated humanities. So it's like yeah. my religious. Edu- formal religious education in that sense is all kind of scattershot anyway but I I think one of the teachers we had was outwardly you know of a, of a Christian denomination I remember having a couple of he was a really cool dude actually I liked him we had, we had a couple of fun conversations after class um, but it was just more like a, I, I had a curiosity he answered it the best way I, um, he could and I was like alright cheers I'll catch you later then you know, it wasn't anything he put on to me. It was like me asking the question. Yeah. And, and so, that, you know, having yeah. a religious studies class where you study the religions, like, okay, this is where it originated. And this is what people believe in this again. religion, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's fine. Learning about yeah. it in, yeah. in that context is okay. But say, but going up Ugh. saying, no, this is how it is, you know, and you need to believe this way. Otherwise you're going to hell or, or, or wherever, you know. That's a whole different thing. So, 
Yeah. All right, so we have our final four meme topics. Oh, wow. We've, we've gone through all of them. Well, after this, we'll have gone through all of them. Uh, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, for the past several shows, we have taken a list that, that was put out in a meme format back earlier this year. And it was one of those one-like, one opinion on certain topics or whatever. And we started from the bottom and worked our way up. Some of them were quite educational. Other yeah. ones were quite horrifying. Other ones made people want to throw fish at random motherfuckers. <laughs> Don't remember that one. Oh, <laughs> that boy. must be one of the ones I wasn't in. <laughs> <laughs> but, Can that be the title? But throwing uh, fish at random motherfuckers. That should be the title. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. So our last four. Our last four. The first one up is polyamory. Sure, uh, if, if everyone's happy with it. Uh, considering, yep. I mean, considering I am in a polyamorous relationship, and uh, we have been happy with it for almost seven years now. Um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd say I'm for that. You yeah. know, and again, there there is a healthy way to do it. There's a healthy way to not do it. Uh, mm, yep. Yeah, you know, an unhealthy way to do it, but you get what I mean. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, just like any other kind of relationship, you know, you got to do it right. And polyamory, and you know what? I can give a very good example because this happened recently. So, over the past few years, Becky and I have we've 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 talked, and we're like, okay, yeah, we're allowed to go and and fool around with other people, what have you, and we have that communication there. Well, this last week, I managed to meet up with one of my local friends, and yeah, we got laid, and cool. we had fun and all of that, and not only. Did Becky know beforehand that mm. this was happening? Like this was one of the things that had been needing to happen for a while, because because mm. this friend and I had some arrangements a couple of years ago that hadn't panned out because of just like illness and then fluid sexuality and then job on my end and just all, all basically a whole bunch of different uh, aspects. But the yeah. stars finally came together last week. Not only was Becky's first reaction Sorry. was... Sorry, I was to say just the stars, but... Uh... <laughs> well, I mean... Anyway. You don't have to answer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. But, but, but no. Sorry. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, not only did Becky say right before it happened, was like, use protection, you know, that sort of thing, because that's what of you course. do. Afterwards... I told I told her we you know we were about to do it and, and we finished up or whatever. She sent so many hearts. I'm like, oh my god, that is awesome. <laughs> yeah. And that's a good way of doing it. We communicated. Mm-hmm. She knew it was going to happen. She knew who I was going to be with. So if something goes, you know, if something goes fucky, you know, we can trace it back if need be. Mm-hmm. You know that sort of thing. And. Boom, it's fine. Our relationship yeah. has never been better. I, 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 I now in a sexual relationship with this friend of mine because we we do plan on repeating the thing again every time, every now and then, mm-hmm. and everybody's happy, you know. So we're yeah. fine, and that that's how you do it healthily. Now, if you want to do it unhealthily, here's what you do: you do it be you you you. You allow it, but you only allow it under certain circumstances or in certain places that are 
unreasonable. Mm. You know, like, okay, you can't do it while I'm here or what have you, which in some cases is unreasonable. Some cases may not be unreasonable. Maybe you just don't want to hear yeah. the sounds of sex. But yeah. that, that's a 50-50 that's a on that one. But Or yeah. unreasonable ones like, like, okay, you can only... Like, like if you're in an open relationship and like, okay, you can only bang people of this particular gender. That's a bit unreasonable, especially if the other person is bisexual. Yeah. Yeah. Just unreasonable there. You know? And if you agree to it, that's one thing. But it's still unreasonable. Um, but yeah. So polyamory, just like any other form of relationships, you could do it right. You could do it wrong. You know, it just means that if you have the love to share with more than one pe- person, do it. You know, you're allowed. Mm. And that and that's Take okay. me the daughter. If polyamory is good, right for you. Yes. <laughs> uh, and, and, and I have a feeling, I think we all kind of uh, would say the same thing, I'm assuming, correct? Yeah. I mean, I, it's not something that's ever personally, you know, I've ever thought about or considered mm-hmm. for myself. Right. But like you said, consenting adults, you know, open communication. Yeah. You know. There you go. So we're so happy. Yeah. And I do want to make clear that if you and if if you're more happier in a monogamous relationship, that is okay too. One does not mm-hmm. cancel out the other. Oh no, I wasn't so. suggesting you were saying that, but Oh oh no oh well, yeah. yeah, I realize you weren't, but you know, I'm covering my ass. Yeah. <laughs> Fair point. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, the next one up is non-binary identity. You're valid. You're valid. You know. Yep. I mean, I I, I do admit there are times where my brain has to take a moment to get used to it. Like, like if it's especially if it's somebody I've known for a while, and they're like, oh, sudden, and then like, for me, suddenly, for them, not so suddenly, uh, like, oh, hey, I'm non-binary, and it's like, okay, you know, take me a moment to adjust. Um, because because for me it's a little weird to refer to somebody as non-binary and then a binary gender name, you know, like like non-binary man, non-binary woman. That mm, that's yeah. a little weird for me, but it's still it's still valid. It's just my brain still has to just click with it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, my only thing is I don't understand it. Like, okay, yeah. but that's on me. Yeah, that's on me to do my own research. That's on me to look into it properly, or to you know seek out not envy people, or you know get the uh, mm-hmm. find the knowledge where I know I can. I know there are like certain um, envy YouTubers or places where I could probably find that information. So yeah, I you mean, are got... awesome. You are valid. We respect you. Yeah, and um, any lack of understanding is my own issue, not yours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, just you know, I I know. I know some non-binary people who use she or he. I know one who mm-hmm. uses pretty much any pronouns. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, so it's it's like whatever, you know. I, I think uh, Rebecca Sugar of Steven Universe, you know, who created Steven yeah, Universe. Yeah, I think she. I think they even posted themselves then, but yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, <coughs> so that's fine. That's cool. Um, mm-hmm. But again, like like Michelle said, any misunderstanding is on us, not on you. <laughs> so yeah, you know. And we're we're you know we're open to you know just just learning more. Uh, I can't I, th- I can't remember the exact com- the t- exact topic. I don't think it was actually NB's um, in this instance, 
but mm-hmm. someone was saying about asking what? all the uh, right asking the questions and asking and making that person like no you can if someone presents to you a new idea you can say oh what is that that's a new concept to me mm-hmm. and yeah. that's fine there's like as an opening volley oh okay then you go and do your own research unless that person is willing to stand there and give you the pamphlets and the lecture themselves get the basic information say oh that okay this is a thing i hadn't heard of before thank you and mm-hmm. then you know go go educate it's not their job to fill in your gaps unless yeah. you know unless again if they want to like if you're if you're a ted talk and people are saying no i'm not telling you that it's like why did you go on stage then <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. And 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 uh, and I can I can pull up an example from my own life because um, mm. I, I it's pretty pretty common knowledge at this point that uh, if y'all remember Iron Liz, you know yeah. she's trans woman, you know common knowledge on that one. So yeah. not outing anybody. <laughs> she's been mm-hmm. out for several years now. Um, mm-hmm. But before she was out publicly, she came out to you know people like me and and Lewis. Uh, uh, Lewis Lovehog, for those who need a reference point there, you know. Well, mm. I hope she came out to him because they were dating at the time. But no, anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, point is, we were, you know, we were we were at that point in our friendship where it was like, it was okay for me to ask her about like surgeries or what have you, because mm. because you know she was just that comfortable sharing them, and that's how I know what happens when um, when 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 mm. when. A man transitions into a woman in terms of the bottom surgery. Yeah. Um, funniest yeah. thing is we were discussing it over dinner. <laughs> that's that's kind of hilarious. But and and I realized that is not t- necessarily typical of the average person's experience. Liz and I were friends, yeah. and she felt comfortable enough to tell me about this. Mm. You know, I mean, hell, she was comfortable enough to come out to me. So there is that too. So. That, that's that's the thing. Your mileage will vary. It's not may vary. It will vary. And it's a similar thing with, you know, how you approach and interact with non-binary people. You know, mm. you know, like Michelle was saying, you know, you, you know, they can give you a crash course, but it's up to us, you know, the, the, the binary people to go and, you know, do our own research, observe, what have you. So, mm. you know. That's in general, and again, like she said, if unless said NB wants to, you know, walk you through it. So, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Scully, you got any thoughts on this? Well, yeah, I mean, I used to just kind of not get it, or you know, mm-hmm. I don't completely understand it because I'm not non-binary, but I mean. I, I have friends who are non-binary, and you know, it, it's valid. It's it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. They they deserve to be accepted. Yeah. Yeah. The way I see it, no matter whether you're binary, non-binary, all binary, non-binary. Well, non-binary is non-binary. Ugh. Um, you know, no matter where you fall on the spectrum or even off the spectrum, you're still you. Mm. You're still valid. And that yeah. is that is the base of it. Now, if you're still a piece of shit, we're still going to call you out on it. But we're not going to call you a piece of shit because you're non-binary. That's that's just the yeah. thing there. <laughs> and we're not going to invalidate. So I, yeah, and we're not going to invalidate oh, your identity because you're a piece of shit. 
I, I have known people. I, I I've met people who have who have done that. Like uh, yeah. like when Caitlyn Jenner's pull was was more in the news pulling her bullshit. There was one dude that I was dating a friend of mine, and he was like, "Well, you know, you know, saying all this transphobic shit about her." And I'm like, "Dude, she's still a woman. Stop it." Yeah. She's also, a piece of shit she's, woman. you've taken her. You take but, in her sporting past as well. She's a woman that can kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but that leads us into the next one, the penultimate one here, the LGBT community. Woo! So, you know what? You know what? You know, I was saying about the non-binary people and in, in, in where they fall and they're being valid. That applies here. Uh huh. And and I am saying this in the presence of two LGBT people, y'all are fucking uh-huh. valid. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, like yeah. I would be a I'd also be a very huge fucking hypocrite. Not just you know if I didn't, be, not just because I'm friends with you guys, but um, I'm I'm I, I'm in relationship in various levels of relationships with at least two, mm. uh, you know, and I'm sweet on at least two more. So yeah, that would be very damn hypocritical of me. I don't know the exact breakup of everyone in a thorn bush, but I think you're definitely the minority, aren't you, when it comes to being on the um, LGBTQ rainbow? Yeah, I think I think out of all of us that are on there that I can just see right here, I think yeah, I can count maybe two that are that are <laughs> that are. That are that are heterosexual. Mm. So, yeah. I think um, maybe three, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speculate mm. on that one because I don't talk to that person very often. But that's okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we you know yeah, <laughs> boring cishet dude like me is in the minority. <laughs> and, and I yeah. say boring cishet. I I mean that in jest, but yeah. You know. Um. But, That's right. Yeah. I'm bored out. Yeah. It's like, y'all are fucking valid. Y'all are cool. Mm-hmm. You know? And honestly, like... I think if Rosen were here, he'd be able to confirm or to, you know, a bit more accurately and so, or just laugh and say, yep! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah. The majority of, of, of his Discord, of which Michelle and yeah. I are a part, mostly LGBT yeah. people. So uh-huh. that's... And I think that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, so and and I have and I think and and as I look back on my life and and all the people that I've known, they have either eventually come out as LGBT or were LGBT from the get go, as in when I met mm-hmm. them. And I was like, yeah, I've jokingly called myself the bi whisperer because I tend to attract not necessarily in like a sexual or romantic way, but but draw in and mm-hmm. attract a lot of bisexuals. <laughs> <laughs> So it's yep. like somebody yeah. somebody in my life comes out and bye to me and I'm like, oh you too, okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like it's like awesome, but also not surprised. <laughs> uh and again, still valid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and, and I and, and I, I yeah. I, I think we pr- kind of both were you we all know where you both stand, I assume. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I do have uh, something else to say, though. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. You know, as someone who's uh, in the community and has, you know, witnessed a ton of stuff, Yeah. Uh, 
There needs to be a lot less infighting. There is so much uh, infighting in that community. Oh my god. Yeah. Like fucking oh, turfs. God. Yeah, yeah, the LGBT alliance. Yeah, ace exclusionists. Yeah, ah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that always bugs me. So, yeah, go ahead. If you if you're already in a minority group, don't shit on other people in that minority group, even if they're not your. It's like what I was saying before about um, you know, denominations of Christianity. Your one isn't the more valid one. Your one isn't the most thingy. Okay, you can make... I know this was... Um, they use it as the winning argument in the Simpsons. Like, out of, arguably, historically, out of any group of any description, probably the most shat upon ones are the Jewish people throughout yeah. history. Yeah. yeah. Now, in and out of history, the other people have been repressed and you know done hard to various degrees, like slavery comes to mind, um, mm -hmm. Christians in Russia and China. So, you know, Christians are not without their persecution as well. Yeah. But when you're... What was that rule about in comedy? Always um, punch up. Uh, only punch up, never punch, never punch down. Yeah. If you're, yep. if you're already part of a group that's oppressed, don't go around oppressing other people. Because you should know better. Yeah. Definitely, like no, just just no, and 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 on and also another case of covering my ass real quick. Uh, LGBT is I think the whole thing is LGBTQIA plus. I think is the whole thing. Um, they mm, just yeah. wrote it LGBT community on the meme. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what was put in there. But but uh, yo, shorthand at least you know you know the LGBT community we. Yeah, that does include like intersex. I think uh, QIA is for queer, intersex, and asexual. I believe. I've heard yes. queer is uh, Q is also as questioning because some people don't like queer. That's I don't fair. have a problem with it. I, I think Scully's. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. Yeah. Um, some people say, yeah, "Oh no, just... the A stands for allies." Mm, yeah, you're doesn't. right about the infighting though, Scully. It's just like, yeah, but why? It's like, oh come on, <sighs> you're you're already. <sighs> Uh, yeah. don't, don't just don't okay lift each yeah. other up not put each other down yeah and that is actually um just as a broad thing it's always been a thing that bugs me is when people praise someone like probably quite validly can praise someone for something that they have done but mm -hmm. do it so do it say doing it in such a way that they're knocking somebody else down at the same time said no don't do that just praise the person you don't have to knock down the other person yeah, like you know, both can be valid. Both can be good, good folks. Like, or it, it, you know, bring yourself. Oh, that's yeah. If you're doing it to third parties, but you yeah. know, okay. Give to yeah. give a kind of a cute real world example that isn't in a horrible way. Mm -hmm. um, someone came up to me at work. This is when I was in the warehouse, and said, "Oh, you've got a smart brain, smarter than me. Anyway, do you know where I can find this thing?" And I said, oh, "It's over there." And then I caught up with him again and said, hey, you, come here. I said, I will take the compliment, thank you, but do not put yourself down. He goes, all right, yeah, cool, thanks. <laughs> and he's carried <laughs> off on his way. Yeah. He's like, no, you don't have to put yourself down. So don't bring yourself, don't, yeah, okay. Uh, if you, if you, because, I'm oh, sorry, I'm, I'm kind of a weird rambling mood today. Mm -hmm. I was in a, an art group. Um, it was mostly older people, but it was a really cool group. <clears throat> 
but you know we're all looking at each other's work and this person was like oh wow their work is so much more better than mine i said yes their work is good but doesn't mean yours is bad because of it yours is your work you know exactly. and if okay you yep. can uh, if you want to so, think in yourself, because I know I've done it, it's yeah. like looks at people, other people's artwork and go, wow, that's really good. I can never do anything like that. Yeah. But that, that's, that's one of those don't things. Don't bring you yourself like, down. Yeah. You see that a bit in artist circles too, and it's just, no, don't do that. Yeah. Like, 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 I, I, I yeah. do admit to doing some like self deprecating shit, but I know better. And I, I try to make it clear that I am joking, <laughs> you know? And and I'm punching inward, so that's fine for in, in my eyes. But it's like yeah. I, I, you know, and I can prove that. Yeah, I, I can usually pull off shit better than I claim. But you know, but you know, and it's not for everybody. <laughs> and our final meme topic: we're all going to come together for this one: abortion. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's so, right for you. Yeah, I'm I'm pro-choice. Yeah, same here. Pro-choice. Yeah, I I used to be more pro-life back before I gained brain cells. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, but yeah. The more I think about it, it's like okay, it, it would be one thing if it was my body, my choice, like as in my actual body, my you know fetus growing in me, you know. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't be fair for me to push my choice onto somebody else or force that upon someone else and you know and you got yeah. the people that say oh abortion is murder really is it really because by the time you're doing the abortion it's basically a zygote you know yep. and you can yep. extrapolate that in so many other ways too because I've seen people use like tumors like that tumor is growing in, inside of you and, and, and you're mm-hmm. nurturing that tumor should we cut out the tumor even though it's literally, it could literally kill you? Is that something we should do? Oh, but that's not the same. A tumor can't feel. A tumor hasn't got a soul. Neither does a fetus. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Or even a zygote, which, again, the zygote to fetus stages are usually when they, when they happen. Late-term abortions are so rare, and they're like, they're basically the, the last resort. Hmm. Yeah, basically. Did you see that thing with Buttigieg? Uh, I, I think I missed the thing with Buttigieg. Basically, someone said about this, the, you know, oh, well, this many like um, late-term abortions, and he's like, one, if you actually look at that proportionally, that is a, it's a, you know, it's a tiny fraction of a percentage of the total people who get abortions, and secondly, <laughs> if they're getting abortions that late, it's because they've had devastating news they have picked clothes they have decorated a room they have got furniture they've probably had a baby shower they've got names going on this is not a decision they make lightly and yeah. like he, he says it a lot better but like it's like oh damn go bougish yeah mm-hmm. and 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 that is true even those even even a lot of those who haven't gone mm. quite that far in their pregnancy because mm. i've had a friend who had who's had a couple of abortions in their life and in mm. both times it was within that like, like like that first bit but they really wanted to have kids but they couldn't because mm. you know either they would have to go off their medication and the the resulting fetus growing in the child could be fucked up that way because mm. things like self-harm or 
they could stay on the medication. They could maintain their sanity. But that also could fuck up the kid in the womb. So there's just no way about it. They could not they they, they could not carry the term safely. So mm. yeah. Yep. And then that's not just, and then and, and and I also want to make clear they weren't they weren't reckless with with you know their sex. They 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 weren't going around banging guys in the bar without a condom. They weren't doing that. Accidents do happen. Mm, you know? Yeah. And that's that's where it was. Just they were accidents. They were accidental pregnancies. Even though they wanted eventually to have kids of their own, they couldn't because of those medical reasons. But yep. where these anti-abortionists, or as George Carlin would call them, anti-woman legislature legislators and all that, what they would want would be to have them carry to term, no matter what the consequences are to that fetus or to the person carrying them. Yep. Because they care more about having that control over a woman's body. So you know I have these weird Mm -hmm. weird um, if I had these certain superpowers or you know alter powers like Q like like the Q or like Discord but same actor um, and could do the thing I kind of would like to anyone who would actively and this is specifically male people who -hmm. would actively enthusiastically vote against anything that would guarantee safe legal not even necessarily abortion but like um defunding planned parenthood which as i understand it is not just about abortions in fact mostly that's like the smallest thing they do it's about you know giving the advice they do like cancer screenings and stuff like that what this is like stuff i've heard like you yeah. do all this other cancer screenings. sometimes they're the only place that low-income families can go to to get medical advice mm-hmm. make mm-hmm. them feel the and experience every single pregnancy that they are forcing to happen, one on top of the other. There you go. Because <laughs> oh. yeah. yeah, you know, oh, if, if, if if cis dudes could get pregnant, there would be abortion clinics on every corner. Uh-huh. <laughs> it would be. <coughs> oh, but yeah. Also, have better education. I'm sorry, I know this is an easy one for me to say while sitting here whilst I I remember seeing the same video about how babies um, develop a couple of times, again, because I moved a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Um, But I knew about the stuff from... uh, The earliest (coughs) age is we had someone come into my primary school, so this was before I was 11. And take the girls away and say, you're coming up to an age where things are going to start happening to your body and with your body and we're here to explain it. So basically it was the period talk. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And like, I actually said, came home. I, I don't remember the exact conversation um, I had, but I, 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 I must've told mom that the lady came because we, we all got kits with like um, sanitary towels in them. And, so I think my must have kept it safe for me because when I did start spotting for the first time, I was like, I actually said to mum, I think it started happening now. What, what do I do now? Because, you know, I 
the thing was sat there, but I hadn't had a chance to experience. I didn't hadn't had the experience, practical experience at that point until then. Oh. So I had had the education at a very young age. You know, some people say that eleven is too young to learn about the sex, but it was not too young to learn about your body. And yeah. I, I had the confidence to say to my mum, "I think it's happening." To, what do we do? What, what's what's the next stage? What you know? Yeah. Now you know. Now I'm a woman who knows all this stuff. So even from that delicate age, and even like the boys didn't. <laughs> okay, this is a really weird story. Um, there was there's one of the schools I went to. Um, there was a couple of different buildings, and so going from walking from one building to another through the the, the playgrounds. There was um, a couple of lads, and he had um, a bottle of cherry eight, so a red-coloured fizzy drink, and he put it between his legs and he was shaking it back, going, "I'm having a period." And I was thinking at the time, that's kind of, it's kind of silly mm-hmm. and kind of potentially disrespect. I thought it was funny. I think I was probably, I don't think he was much more than twelve, thirteen. I was about fourteen, fifteen at the time. Um, but that young boy had a very basic understanding of it right he knew he knew it was a thing that existed yeah you know and maybe maybe he did know more than like that silly prank would have suggested he just was in a strange mood that day <laughs> i don't know yeah. but yeah we're learning about it from a quite a young age and then education yeah. access to um birth controls i don't care what, what form it takes let the people give the people the knowledge because isn't there been study upon study where the states that do have all this have way less um unplanned pregnancies and therefore way less um abortions than do some states that like say do abstinence only education that would be correct (sighs) yeah i'm pro-choice yeah i'm pro-choice and if you're (laughs) saying if you're saying you're pro-life, but then are anti-mask, are denying vaccines, are any number of things. Oh, I know this is not necessarily going to be the same group, but are pro-death um, penalty. That mm-hmm. might not be the same thing. Anti-science in general, or don't care about the kid once it's been spat out. I know it's a bit more complicated than that. I'm in a weird mood. Yeah. Um, you're not pro-life. If yeah, you basically. are that strongly pro-life, go protest the ICE centres where, and I don't know if this was actually ever verified, but do you remember when they were talking about them forcibly sterilising people? Yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. thing that's happening. Where are you pro-life motherfuckers at now? Y'all are off yeah. silent. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just, God. Sorry, I think I steamrolled. Scully, did you have anything else to say? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Man, even when I was pro-life, I mean, I did. I I went to a Catholic school, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, um, man, even when I was pro-life, I I was anti-death penalty. I was anti-war. I was anti-assisted suicide. I'm, I'm... but, uh, I mean, hell, even when I was pro-life, I was like, I mean, I was like, eh, it should still be an option, but, uh, I would discourage it, except in extreme circumstances, but, mm-hmm. and now I'm like, 
I'm, I'm pro-choice now, and, uh, yeah, okay. If you really want to reduce the number of abortions, you have better sex education, you, uh, make birth control and contraceptives easier to access. Yeah. But, I mean, of course the Republicans don't want that because, uh, they want the poors to pump out more babies so they have more Republican voters. And more workers for their sweatshops. Oh, did I say uh -huh. that? Yes, I did. Hmm. Yeah. Because they may not look like it, but a lot of these places probably are sweatshops. Just saying. Yep. You know, they may not look like them. They are. You know, ask the person who works Walmart for less than less than a living wage, who has to deal with fucking Karens whining because they have <laughs> to wear a mask in the store. You know, ask ask them about that. You know, mm -hmm. that's just one example. Yeah. But um, but yeah, y'all y'all said things that I've been saying for years. It's like, you know, you want to reduce abortions, you increase the access to the contraceptives, the protections, and everything like that. You know, I mean, hell, I myself, I I have more than one option for contraceptives. You know, I have condoms. Yeah. They, they they make like a foam you can like stick up there and shoot it up, and and there you go. They that, do. Yeah. They've had them. They've had that for years. And, and, and dick and, foam? No, no, not dick. No, 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 not for your dick. But for you know, you st you stick it up a woman, and, and you stick it up a vagina, and you and you shoot the foam in there. It, it's basically foam spermicide. Ah, gotcha. Uh, yeah. All right, and because uh, yeah. sorry, um, <laughs> uh, my brain went to it like an actual because my dad used to have this before the CFC ban came in. Uh, in fact, it had a can of it burst in the garden, oh, wow. and once it dried, we we cut it all out. We made, I think we made swords and shields with it. Um, but yeah, like the actual stuff that you spray it out of a can, and then it goes hard. It's <laughs> 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 like, yeah, it's like that doesn't sound healthy. You need still need to release seminal fluids. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Nah. But um. <laughs> But yeah, they. I think they've also had like film versions of that, like like you know, like little strips of whatever. You just stick, mm. you just stick it up there, and, and you let it dissolve and all that shit. Um, mm. you know, I would argue that there are more various options for the woman rather than for yourself. I think for men, it, it, it's pretty much condoms or you know, yeah, abstinence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, condoms. If you want to pay some money, you get the snip. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a more permanent solution. I mean. Well, not even as permanent because you can get the snip undone. Yeah. Yeah. So. For, uh, fair enough. I'll rephrase that to long term <laughs> rather than like you know. Yeah. Buying a box of condoms versus yeah. getting a snip. Yeah, and I kind of don't really want to get the snip because just because I do eventually want kids of my own. It's gonna be a while, but at the same time, yeah. it's like I'm also lazy and I could put that money towards other things. And you know what? It's cheaper to just get some condoms cheaper yeah. you know uh, what's but... the thing about like hmm? in the versus thing um last time i went onto the pill i'm not on it at the moment yeah um, but last time i i went to the clinic and got it all for free um they asked me uh they offered me like to do some condoms as well like i actually well, i'm not active at the moment i just i had it more for like um regulating my periods and like health, other health reasons Mm -hmm. Which again is another reason you shouldn't try and keep women off contraceptives because it might not be for the sex reasons; it might be for other health reasons. Yeah, because let yeah. me tell you something. 
Hell hath no fury like a woman whose uterus is trying to chew her way out of her tummy and nothing to regulate that shit. Yeah. It's just, no. Because pain makes you do really, 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 really violent things sometimes. Uh I should know. But, you know. But yeah. Oh, but with that, we're going to go ahead and take our break. That's a definitely a long one. And we've only got the uh, one news story uh, this week, but it is good news, thankfully. Overall good news. Uh-huh. But we're going to also do a little bit of a deep dive. The article itself is quite long. Um, but so, so it's only going to be the one. But again, the end result is good news. Uh, we'll talk more about that when we come back. So stick around. Hey folks, we'll get back to the show in a moment, but first I want to tell you about Patreon. Uh, Patreon is what I use to get around all of the YouTube adpocalypse bullshit, and while I don't have a lot right now, every little bit does help, and if you like what you hear or what you see on any of my videos or podcasts, head on over there for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all of these things early before anybody else does, and you can get them completely ad-free. Yeah, I know YouTube right now is technically ad-free, but... At some point, I'm probably going to get big enough to where ads will start coming in. And those can be annoying, so you want to avoid that, right? If you go ahead and go now over to patreon.com slash gomer21xx, leave a dollar, five dollars, doesn't matter how much, you can get all of these, again, you can get them early, and you get them without ads. Even when I reach the point on YouTube to where ads can be put on these videos. So, it's a win-win. And you can even avoid the ads that go up on the Anchor versions that go out to all of the other websites that are out there. No ads! It's great! Uh, so that's patreon.com slash gomer21xx. And now, an important message from Tyler Green, Kitty Quinn, and Randy Martin. Are you tired of asking yourself if that obscure show or movie you watched once was a fever dream? Is it still in your brain to this day as a 3 a.m. channel-changing hallucination? Well, join us as we yank that said memory out of your subconscious while we do a deep dive on it on Channel KRT. Channel KRT is a new bi-weekly podcast where we look at the best and worst of obscure media. We'll be covering such topics as... The Puzzle Place. Clown TV. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show. Reanimated. The Weird Al Show. We Sing. And And more. more. Join us every other week over at Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, and wherever podcasts can be heard. Channel KRT cuts static. Howdy, howdy, everybody. Welcome to this little segment of the show that I do in the middle of everything. Um, Excuse me. Yeah, so second half of the show is going to be heavy. Oh, God. Um where we talk about the Nixium outcome of that particular trial. It's going to be rough. There's going to be repeated warnings, but yeah, it's going to cover stuff like abuse of all kinds, sexual, physical, mental, emotional, etc. Um, a lot of horrible shit's going on, so there's that. Um, that's going to be in the second half. You'll, you'll get another reminder uh, when it comes up. But I wanted to also use this to kind of gush a little bit about the Isle of Armor update for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Because <laughs> we need some happy in this episode, and as much as as much levity as we're going to try and put in the end there, I don't know how well it's going to work. But uh, the Crown Tundra is the latest DLC from the 
the pack for uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, and it's really damn good. Um, I'm, you know, for those who don't know, I, I am a what they call a shiny hunter, where you go around and you find alternate colored Pokemon that shine whenever they come out in the battle, and um, they're usually really rare. Like at base, it's like one and four thousand something, I think, at base. But you can get the odds increased and everything. And there's a thing called the Dynamax Adventures. You go in, you fight a series of four super large Pokemon with a group. And, you know, you go through and you get legendaries this way and all of that. And it's become a really, really good uh, way of shiny hunting. Because you go through, you can get Pokemon you may not have had before. You can get Pokemon that are better than what you've had before. You can get... Uh, this the stuff called Dynite Ore to trade in for items that you might need or want. Um, I've used that to get a lot of experience candy because <laughs> I'm still going to be doing uh, what they call the Masuda method for other Pokemon that I can't get through that. So there's all that there. Um, and most importantly, shiny legendary Pokemon. And I've already picked up, let's see, there's Zerkatry, there's Necrozma, I think I think two legendaries so far. I think uh, putting Ultra Beasts and legendaries in the same category for ease. Uh, I've picked up two of those so far, I believe, and I've picked up like one or two other shinies as well. Uh, these shiny odds are really great. Uh, they can get as low as one in one hundred, so one percent um, odds there for a shiny in any individual space. But uh, you know, and you won't know until after you beat the whole thing, so beat, finish, whichever happens first. Um, yeah, it's really good. The story from the Crown Tundra, like the little little quest you have to go on, those are pretty good, pretty solid. The music, the new music they put in there is banger. Holy shit. Like, oh my god. <laughs> it, it, it's great. And they make use of the entire Galar region, not just the Crown Tundra portion. Like, the Isle of Armor used just that island, and that's pretty much it. Now, Crown Tundra uses the entire region of Galar, at least for a little bit. Um, so that's that's a bit of a nice touch. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to gush a little bit about that. Gush a little bit about better shiny odds and better shiny hunting methods. Um, but yeah, I uh, hope you guys enjoy the rest of the show, and uh, yeah, later. We are back from our break, and before we get to the news story, I, I looked at my messages while we were d taking care of our things, and my friend Vi sent me this Reddit thread. It is titled, Incels Have Started Hitting Themselves to Grow Bones. <sighs> it's not how that works, number one. Number two, the thread itself it just has a video that, 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 that takes like a uh, you know how you do like your stream recording on your phone or what have you mm -hmm. one of those mm, yeah. from the R incels incel incel selfie subreddit and the title of that is I know these punches are weak next time I'll make sure to leave bruises and a bloody nose that's like dude that's not you growing bones that's you self harming get help oh my fucking yeah. god I can't like, think of what logic they think they're applying here. I don't know. Oh, God. I mean, it, it, it's... it's I, I would like to think it is simply just a case of 
these guys have an issue with self-harming them harming themselves and, and need to deal with it in a more healthy manner and the reasoning behind it is also just so goddamn stupid it's like ah, yeah. it's one of those it's it's a difficult spot to be in because mm. it's both tragic and idiotic i mean mm, yeah hashtag not a doctor mm. but yeah. Isn't there a thing where if you do break a bone, depending on how it's fixed, that it can grow like a little bit of extra bone as it's uh, re-knitting itself? I'm not sure. I know they can grow back wrong. Mm. Yeah. That's the um, only thing I can think of where you could potentially grow extra bone once you're an adult. Because I think even once you're an adult, even all the milk in the world ain't going to help you grow extra bones. Yeah, like this, yeah. and it's, it's just... a stupid logic, but it's the only way I can think of that I've heard. Maybe that this can happen in certain cases, depending on like so you get like a little extra bone coverage where the where the knit is. Yeah, just wow, fucking incels! What the fuck? Just... Like seriously, y'all go get help. Go get help. Seriously, yeah. I, I mean that. I mean that sincerely. Get help. God damn. If you can't well, afford a psychiatrist, then, 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 you know, there are there are ways you can get help. Uh, mm-hmm. Get the best help you yeah. can get. I, I know shrinks are expensive. I know uh, not everybody can afford places like Talkspace. I realize this. I understand this. Mm-hmm. I've been there. I'm kind of there. Not with a self-harm thing, but just, yeah. you know. But, so I understand the cost thing. But, seriously, get some kind of help. You know, yeah. uh-huh. Omegle still exists, I think. So, <laughs> you know, you you know, vent to a stranger if you need to. That can help. Um, I mean, do you have an equivalent to the Samaritans over there? I mean, you must have. Um, maybe. I don't know that information. But mm. um, but anyway. So, our one news story, our one big ass news story, that we're gonna go over a bit. And, and go a little bit more into a deep dive. This has been something that's been covered by uh, Blair of the Illuminati. It, uh, if you follow her on YouTube, if for those who don't know, she's the lady with the tri- with the pyramid head. Not 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 Silent Hill pyramid head. I mean, like actual you know, Illuminati pyramid head. Hence pun. Anyway, mm-hmm. so uh, she's covered this. There's another. There's been there's like an HBO multi 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 episode documentary series on it and um, this is going to come with a bit of a warning I'm going to put it here in case my dumbass forgets to put it at the front of the show <laughs> but uh, this is going to get some really heavy dark sexual shit like like we, we are talking things like underage sex we are talking hypnosis we're talking branding we're talking abuse that that, that just even Satan is like dude no Mm-hmm. At least that's that's how I see that kind of abuse. At least, um, point is, we're getting into some heavy shit here, and I will understand if you have to cut off now. <laughs> I will totally understand it. I will give you a spoiler though. The story does end ha- happily, thankfully, because because well, well, I'll give you the first paragraph um, of this. Well, first, uh, two paragraphs, rather. So, and, and then after that, it'll be more of a deep dive and we'll get to the darker stuff. But 
Thankfully, they put the good news up front. Uh, for two decades, Nixium, spelled N-X-I-V-M, English is a weird language, uh, Nixium founder Keith Rainier was hailed as the smartest man in the world by thousands who joined his ultra-secretive organization in upstate New York that preached personal growth through sacrifice. But on Tuesday, his downfall was made complete when the 60-year-old was sentenced by a judge to 120 years in prison for <laughs> sex trafficking and fraud shortly after 15 former Nixium members rather, confronted him in Brooklyn Federal Court, recalling in harrowing detail the abuse they endured in his sex cult. So, wow. it's kind of stuff we're dealing with, y'all. So, oh yeah. That's the ending. They put the ending first. So, if you listen past this and you want to go through the heavy stuff with us, just know that this man is going to prison for the rest of his natural life. So, you can be thankful for that. So, for those who wish to carry on, we'll continue. Uh, in addition to what is effectively a life sentence... Oh, hey, good more good news first. Uh, U.S. District Judge Nicholas Garafuis... Garafuis? I don't know. Slapped Rainier with a $1.75 million fine for his crimes, stating that his offenses were cruel, cruel perverse, and extremely serious. The judge also forbade Rainier from having any contact with any Nixium associates. They are cutting him off cold. And I love it. I am here for it. Yep. Uh, addressing the court on Tuesday, Rainier expressed his deep remorse to those he has heard over the years, but continued to insist he has been wrongfully accused. <laughs> Motherfucker! You don't get to say that! You don't get to do that and, and, and everything be okay. You don't get to. Uh, I am deeply sorry, and I see where I am is caused by me. I am deeply reforceful and repentant, he said. It is true I am not remorseful over the crimes I do not believe I have committed at all, but I am deeply remorseful of all this pain. Did you go to the Donald Trump school of double talk? <laughs> oh, God damn it. I, I was going to say, it reminds me of, we're sorry that you felt offended by anything that might have happened. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so. You know what? I'm I'm gonna change that. Not it's it's not the Donald Trump school of it. It's the Channel Awesome school of it. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah. Come at me. Uh, <laughs> the sentencing map marks the end of a years long battle between Rainier, known as Vanguard. And scores of former members who alleged Nixium was a criminal enterprise in which Rainier had sex with underage girls, forced women he impregnated to have abortions, and made slaves illegally monitor his enemies. You know, that's the other side of the uh, pro-choice coin. It's your choice mm. to have an abortion. It's also your choice to not have an abortion. This guy yep. violates that. Well, has violated that. Uh, last yep. June, Rainier was convicted of seven offenses, including wire fraud conspiracy, sex trafficking conspiracy, and forced labor conspiracy, for manipulating his followers for his own sexual gratification under the guise of Nixium's mission. Uh, Camila, one of Rainier's victims, slammed the sex cult leader in court on Tuesday afternoon, describing how he hid his abuse behind concepts of value and nobility. But there is nothing noble about abusing a child, she declared as Rainier looked away. Camilla, Camelia rather, no, I, I think it's right, Camilla, uh, who said she had a sexual relationship with Rainier for over 12 years, beginning when she was 15 years old, 
spoke for the first time about the abuse she endured, detailing to the court how isolated, how he isolated her from friends and family for his sexual gratification. Yeah, that's a bit of a groomer. Let's see. Um, twelve years. Um, let's see. Yeah, he had to have been. Uh, in his forties at the earliest. It doesn't. It doesn't say what year they started it up. Mm. Uh, the woman yeah. now in her thirties explained that her decision to speak was her way of her of getting her voice back after years of coming to terms with the trauma and abuse. Uh, throughout Rainier's trial, jurors saw sexually explicit messages between the pair, including multiple conversations about BDSM. Prosecutor said that Camila's abuse as the basis for Rainier's used Camila's abuse as the basis for the for Rainier's child pornography charge. Yeah, that would be child. Yeah, technically child porn. Yeah. Regardless of how I feel about uh, categorizing teens as children, mm-hmm. yeah, I can see how that comes about in a logical sense. And it's yeah. still wrong, very wrong. So uh, can on I, Tuesday, uh, can I mm-hmm. ask it quickly? I okay, I do I do follow um, I do watch Illuminati, but I don't I'm not familiar with this one. So what exactly was their cover story? What was it? What was the co- what was the scam? Um, How they... God, it's been a while since I've seen the video. <laughs> um, I th- it might go into it in the article. I'm, I'm doing a quick scan over now, but but um, but Becky has been watching the uh, multi-part documentary, and it's basically if Scientology was a sex cult. To put right. it in as simple terms as I can think of. I so may it is be a... accurate on that, but again, I refer you to Illuminati's video on Nixium. So it, we're talking about a religious fraud. Yeah, like they, there's some kind of you know compound thing, or more in the brainwashy, more more in the brainwashy uh, mob, you know, mafia mentality type thing. Right, is the best way that I can think yeah. of it. No, because um, I'm like they must have had a cover story to get to even get started. So I was just wondering what what was the cat, what was the start point that made people think, oh, okay, these people might be worth looking at before they realized it was shit. Yeah, it's 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 probably if I remember rightly, and 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 oh dear, it, you know they they were preaching the whole personal growth through sacrifice, which of course uh, okay, people yeah. nowadays want to find answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. On Tuesday. Okay, so on Tuesday, Camilla, <laughs> whose two sisters also had relationships with Rainier and were forced to get abortions, said the abuse was more than sexual. Bad Sounds enough like that it. sexual. Yeah. yeah. Yet it was also emotional, mental, and psychological, resulting in her isolating herself from her from friends and families to please Rainier. There's a pattern. He manipulated me for what he wanted, she said. I became unreachable to my parents, my brother, my friends, that I had nobody to worry about me. He knew the things that mattered most to me and what I feared and used that against me. I hold scars on my body from him that can never be erased, Camilla added. Uh, Sarah Edmondson, a former top recruit in Nixium, who was one of the original whistleblowers against the organization, also addressed the court via video. Uh, Speaking directly to Rainier, she slammed the cult leader for being a liar, parasite, and a grifter who manipulated people seeking personal growth. In a curriculum... Blah, 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 that focused on personal growth, you have taken none, she said. The 43-year-old, who was part of a secret group that that forced to have Rainier's initials branded on them, branded on them! Ow! God. Yeah. Said she removed the marking with plastic... Said she did get it removed with plastic surgery, thankfully. 
And it was at that point that in, in that in the documentary that Becky mentioned to me that um, if she ever suggested that to me that to assume that she has gone insane. So yeah, mm-hmm. and you know it, it vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, as the two women spoke to Rainier, clad in a navy prison jumpsuit and orange T-shirt, he remained emotionless because of course you do. Uh, hours before the sentencing in Brooklyn Federal Court, over a dozen of Rainier supporters lined up outside the courthouse, including Battlestar Galactica actress Nikki Klein, who Ugh. arrived with a camera crew. Uh, while Klein was a Nixia member, she had not been charged with a crime. This dude still has support. Of course he has supporters. Everybody and their grandmother has supporters, no matter if they're, they're good, they're evil, they're whatever. Everybody has supporters. I have supporters! And I'm just some yutz yeah. from Florida. Uh, I don't know if yutz is the right word, but I don't give a shit. Uh, a- prosecutors recommended a life sentence for Rainier, while his defense asked for 15 years behind bars, arguing that while the 60-year-old continues to assert his complete innocence to these charges, he believes that there was misconduct by prosecutors in his case. During the sentencing, defense lawyer Mark Ag- Ag- Agniflo, Agniflo, Agnesflo, uh, conceded and asked for 20 years, stating that for a 60-year-old with no prior offenses, the recommended sentence was more than enough. Keith Rainier will not be able to victimize people anymore after today's sentence, and we're very grateful for that, acting U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of New York, Seth, Seth Ducharm, said after the sentencing outside the courthouse, stressing the deep, steep prison sentence was a triumph. And let me tell you something. This is one of those cases that they said, okay, no prior offenses for, for this guy in 60 years. When the offenses are this egregious and this heinous, mm-hmm. fuck it. Throw the book at him. Yeah. Give a shit. It's like, oh, we didn't do anything wrong before. That'd be, that would be like me going out and, and murdering 20 people. Oh, you didn't have any prior offenses, but you still murdered 20 people in cold blood for the hell of it. No. If I did that, I should be rightly thrown in prison. Just same yep. as this guy. So just no. No. Doesn't matter how many offenses. You do something this heinous. Fuck you, prison. Yep. Uh, Still a little thing from Nash there. Uh, since its founding in 1998, Nixium amassed an estimated 17,000 members holding $5,000 workshops. $5,000 workshops! That promised to give followers the skills to promote a path to greater self-fulfillment. And by self, they, he means him. Mm. Uh, but prosecutors contend it was nothing more than an illegal pyramid scheme. Uh, and luring in new recruits who were made to recruit others. You know, like MLNs. Uh, yep. In 2017, yeah. In 2017, authorities opened an investigation after a New York Times expose alleged female Nixium <laughs> members were being branded and used as Rainier's playthings. I have joked, like right. mostly in private. Oh, I have mo- I have joked man. that every now and then I've wanted, you know, like I have a small harem or whatever. But the difference between my joking and what Rainier has been doing here is that everybody in my metaphorical harem mm-hmm. would be willing and consenting to it and be treated like people. There's you know, a... they would be free to come and go. This asshole wants the power. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Did you guys ever see um, Ashes to Ashes? It was the follow-up to Life on Mars, the um, British time travel cop drama. 
I have not. Okay, so basically, um, the female uh, protag Alex um, time slips into the eighties, and she's you know the first, um, you know, like she's an inspector in the department. And like obviously, it's still the eighties, so women aren't necessarily always you know in those positions. And they were like, any woman that comes into this department gets her ass stamped property of, I think it's CID. And um, one of the other PC, the WPC, she said, oh, don't worry, ma'am, I had it done as well. So she gets her ass stamped, but all the boys then flash her. And like, because of circumstance in the episode, they don't get to do it straight away. But by the end of the episode, they have kept their end of the bargain and they all moon her and say, hey, you go, Bolly, there's a, here's our end of the bargain. It's a rubber stamp, which would have eventually rubbed off. And then, you know, obviously this is a joke because it's a fiction. I don't know if this is a thing that actually happens in or has happened in various departments of various shapes and sizes. Mm -hmm. But again, rubber stamp, that is a joke and you get a quick pro quo out of it. Yeah, for for as much as of getting Moon Day as a quid pro quo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Just... So so less than a year later, so 2018, Rainier was arrested in Mexico and extradited to the U.S. on charges including sex trafficking, racketeering conspiracy, child exploitation, and child pornography. Which I also want to take this moment and say that you know if prostitution, sex work was decriminalized. And not so, so, um, um, the other word I'm thinking of, uh, um, um, uh, you know, stigmatized. Yes, thank you, stigmatized. If it wasn't so stigmatized and it was also decriminalized, then Rainier would not have been able to pull the shit he, he, he had pulled, you know, because again, charges included sex trafficking. What are these people who, who are like all of this anti porn shit? They're worried about sex trafficking. Porn is not inherently sex trafficking just that's yeah. just all there is to it you know so so they go the wrong way and you get assholes like Rainier mm-hmm. uh, Rainier was charged along with five other women co-founder Nancy Salzman and her daughter Lauren a top lieutenant Smallville actress and alleged second in command Allison Mack oh that oh, fucking I I quote that. oh I remember that uh, now I, yeah. I don't remember the battle star lady but I do remember Allison Mack I do yeah. remember uh, Claire Bronfman, 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 blah, 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 heiress to the Seagram's fortune and Nixium's largest donor, and the group's bookkeeper Kathy Russell. While uh, all five pleaded guilty to racketeering charges, Salzman was the uh, only one to testify against Rainier. Uh, Bronfman was sentenced last month to 81 months in prison for the extreme lengths. The 41-year-old went in order to protect the group and its leader. Uh, I am immensely grateful and privileged that people all over the world are praying for me because they know my goodness, Bronfman said just before she was sentenced. Doesn't mean I haven't made mistakes. I have made mistakes. You covered a sex pest! (sighs) Yeah, that's a bit more than a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I can... (sighs) You're also the co-founder. I'm I'm pretty sure... And, and I'm pretty sure you did this without any coercion from him. I'm pretty sure. But I could be wrong. And if I am wrong, then so be it. But either way, you're still an accessory. So if, if 
if you went through hell during all of this while while covering him up diddums. and doing all of this, then fucking diddums. Then, yeah. <laughs> but you know, then you know, sorry you if you went through actual hell with mm. this organization, but you were still complicit, you go to prison. Um mm. in a stunning move, Kristen Keefe Kefe? Uh who has a thirteen year old son with yeah. Rainier and worked Keefe. in Nixium's legal department for a decade, also spoke to the court on Tuesday about Bronfman and Rainier. Breaking down in tears, Keefe described Described the power Rainier and his inner circle wielded over her, a force that led her into hiding with her son for years. My child will never get back the years we spent in hiding, she said, after detailing how Rainier and several of Nixium's top lieutenants used threats to silence her after she had Rainier's child. Throughout Rainier's six-week trial last June, jurors heard lurid testimony from several women, some of whom testified about Nixium's purported women's empowerment group, DOS. Not to be confused with disc operating system. Uh, the woman, we got to have some levity somewhere. Yes, uh, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the women allege it was actually a master-slave program in which they were forced to have sex with Rainier, blindly obey their masters, and brand themselves with his initials near their crotch with a cautery pin. Without uh. anesthesia. Dude! <laughs> what the fuck? God damn, dude. Among the written DOS instructions created by Rainier, Lauren Salzman testified slaves were told to be hungry, be a hungry dog for your master. Oh. <sighs> India Oxenberg, a former member of Nixium and the daughter of dynasty actress Catherine, Catherine Oxenberg, uh, detailed to the court on Tuesday how Rainier stole seven years of her life and abused her. Calling Rainier several names, including sexual predator and racist, she... The sexual predator is also a racist. I know the two are not always the in one and the same person, but I'm not surprised either. Uh, Oxenberg went into detail about the pain she endured while in DOS and the mental manipulation she endured while in the perverted sorority. You're a liar and a sadist for getting pleasure watching our skins burn, she said. I may have to live the rest of my life with Keith Rainier's initials on my skin. Okay, somebody start. If if somebody hasn't already done so, start up a GoFundMe or or a Kickstarter or whatever. Mm-hmm. Get her the plastic surgery the other lady had. Let's yeah. we we, we yeah. can do that. Um, uh, India India Oxenberg. That that's that's the name. Mm. You know. You know. Assuming she's in on. Assuming she's gunning for the plastic surgery. Uh, Oxenberg, who didn't leave the organization until after Rainier's arrest, urged the judge for a permanent sentence in light of the permanent effect. In light of the permanent effect his abuse had on his victims, I will mm-hmm. be the victim of Keith Rainier, a victim of Keith Keith Rainier's for the rest of my life, but I don't need to act like one. Oxenberg told the court, her voice breaking several times. But since Rainier's conviction, he has maintained his innocence and continued to issue demands to his disciples from inside prison. Prosecutor said in a sentencing memo last month. He Dude. shouldn't. He shouldn't have access to anything like that. No. He, no, he should. Don't. No. No. <sighs> No, no. I was going to say, don't put him in solitary or anything, but don't let him have contact with the outside world. Just yep. don't. Uh, requesting a life sentence, prosecutors revealed in a memo that to uh, Graufus, 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 that Rainier still has been communicating with his remaining supporters through phone calls and emails, suggesting that he is unrepentant, has no empathy for his victims, and will continue to commit crimes if released. Well, Just... if it works anything like the Mafia, crimes could still be committed in his name. Cut off all outside communication! 
one thing okay so yes however is this like a pre-sentence post-sentencing thing like once he's like going to wherever he's going for like his permanent length of his sentence then they can cut him off completely but prior to that they give him some privilege for the for the heinous crimes he has committed and for the network he has he should be cut off yes because i'll not disagree yeah. could then be yeah because that network could be used to influence judges or lawyers intimidate witnesses mm. intimidate jurors you know that sort of thing like that there you know yeah. Oh, I'm not disagreeing. So, I'm just saying, is it like that's why they he still has some access because you know, pre-sentencing. Yeah, I couldn't tell you, but um, where were we at? Okay, some of those commands include digging up dirt on Garafuis, asking pundits, pundits rather, including Harvard professor Alan Dershowitz, to speak on Rainier's behalf and to allegedly start a podcast with a twenty-five thousand dollar cash prize. That would entice listeners to find purported errors in Rainier's prosecution and trial. Dude, you're trying to you're trying to crowdfund lawyers. Damn, dude. Uh, wow. Rainier concealed his abuse behind the smokescreen of his supposed personal growth programs, a charade he continues to this day, the memo said, asking for the judge to impose a life sentence. Since his conviction, Rainier has continued to demonstrate a complete lack of remorse for his crimes. Yeah. Uh, in a court filing last month, Rainier's own defense lawyers admitted that the Vanguard carries no remorse for his actions and will not be asking his former members to, for forgiveness. Instead, the legal team accused Garafuris of corruption and demanded a new trial. Garafuris on Friday denied Rainier's second bid for a new trial. Uh, Rainier has repeatedly insisted he is innocent. In his first interview since his conviction, Rainier claimed that while he was a leader of an organization that essentially imprisoned women, he is simply the victim of unethical prosecution. <laughs> Bullshit! <sighs> Bullshit! You got caught. You're having to face consequences. Fuck you. Let he's, he's 60, so fuck you, you fucking boomer. Um, is this a case yeah. of you're disagreeing with me, so therefore you're wrong? It's sounding like it, except to a very heinous yeah. degree. Mm. Uh, I am innocent, Rainier said on, in the Friday Jailhouse interview with Dateline, before stating he was sorry and pained over his role in Nixium. This is a horrible tragedy with many, many people being hurt. There is a horrible injustice here. Whether you think I'm the devil or not, the justice pro process has to be examined. And here's the thing. The justice process has to be examined. While in and of itself is not wrong... Hello, black people being executed on the streets by cops because cops mm -hmm. see a black person and immediately start firing because they think they're in danger when they're not. You know, because racist cops. Because, you know, cops are still pulling their bullshit in Portland. They're mm -hmm. still, you know, like in, uh, what was it, Philadelphia, cops gunned down a black man because... He, because he was black apparently when his loved ones called 911 to get him help because he was having an episode I think I think it was like I bear in mind the, I don't have the I don't have the thing in front of me so I'm going off of memory here but from what I understand he was having like a mental issue that required help so mm -hmm. his loved ones called 911 and they sent the cops and the cops responded by just shooting him oh for and killing oh, him. I heard about that. Yeah, I forget his yeah. name, and I am so sorry. But that's 
situations like that, yeah, that has to be examined. That has to be corrected, you know. And in this case, abolish the police. You know, abolish the popo, abolish the ice, abolish them, take yeah. them away. Yes. If if we need some sort of force to help maintain peace, then it needs to be something else, not what we have now. Yeah. Because there are too many bad apples, and bad apples do spoil the bunch. Because, hey, guess what? They sweat liquid, and the liquid gets everywhere else, and it spoils the rest of the apples. Yeah. So, yeah. So, in that, the justice process has to be examined, is factually correct. But, in his case, in Keith Rainier's case, mm. no. Fuck you. You are a rapist. You, 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 that's all we really need, really, is you are a rapist. You are a multiple offense rapist. You are an abuser. You are a gaslighter. Mm. You, you are everything that, you know, honestly, I'm surprised Trump hasn't come out in your favor. <laughs> really honest with you. But, oh my God. <laughs> but, you know, you, you are a, good a person. human being. They're good people on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but you're right. You, we do need the levity. Yeah, that is yeah. true. That is true. You know, you, you, Keith Rainier, I doubt he's listening, but if he is, Fuck you Keith. deserve to go to prison for the rest of your life. I, you know, you're, you're not the point. You're not at the point to where I think you should have a bullet put in your head. That is reserved for people who are just as heinous, but have more power than you. Mm. But yeah. you deserve to go to prison for the rest of your life. And uh -huh. you got a 120-year sentence. That is essentially the rest of your life. Fuck you. Bye-bye. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. you're not living to 180. You're just not. Mm. You know? Uh -huh. You ain't. So, goodbye, boomer. <laughs> enjoy your prison. And enjoy having all of your shit cut off. Yeah. Uh, Nixium is yeah. dead. Fuck Nixium. Or at least Nixium as we know it. Because you know there are probably going to be some people who are, who are, who are you know, that loyal to him and wants to try and keep it going. But it'll probably fall apart. I hope so, at least. We better not have a First Order kind of situation with these fuckers. Yes, I made a Star Wars reference. Eat me. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So... The good news is this man is going to prison, thankfully. Yep. And if that is the case, why did we go through all this whole article, go through all of this? Honestly, part of me kind of, it, it just felt like it needed to come out mm. and, and, and needed to be at least talked about because, because the more you hide shit like this, the more people that could get away with it. Hmm. You know, it's it's a catch twenty two thing, like 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 arguing with trolls online. You know, and, and I mean like the political trolls, like your Ben Shapiro's or, or people with people with some reach. Mm. You know. You know, on the one hand, yeah. yeah, you're not gonna convince them of anything. You're all but at the same time, you're also gonna be exposed to that same audience if if they decide that, you know, yeah, they they decide to show you know uh re reply to you or what have you 
or if their audience sees you mm. and sees what you're reading, you're going to have people that are going to attack back. Of course you are. That's the way it's going to be. But then there are going to be some people that you're going to reach. They're going to see this information. They're going to take it. They're going to self-reflect and they might grow as people. Mm. And, but at the same time, you also don't want to feed the trolls. So, so it's the, the situations like this, they're both catch 22 situations. Damned if you do, if you damned if you don't. So while again, that that's why before we got into this article, why, why I, put out the warnings there you mm. know specifically there in case i forget to otherwise or if i blow my voice out before i get to that point yeah um so so as heavy as everything that was going on in that article is it does have a happy ending and now you know people know that that, that this stuff is possible to look out for it and maybe maybe use the, the stuff that we've talked about and, and we'll continue to talk about because I know y'all are going to have your thoughts. <laughs> um, uh, and um, just, you know, again, push it for something good. You want to prevent stuff like this in the future. First thing you can do is legalize and destigmatize sex work of, of all kinds, you know. Mm-hmm. And we do mean actual sex work because if you're, if you're employing minors, no. That's a hard no. Yep. But if it's consenting adults, then then that's that's another thing. That's what should be legalized and destigmatized. Right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, sex between consenting adults for any reason. You know, and I mean sex because if it's coerced, if it's forced, that's not sex. That's a whole different thing. So, yeah. So, big thing you can do is. Again, I, broken record here, but destigmatize and decriminalize sex work. Yeah. Whether it's prostitution, whether it's cam girling, whether it's porn, whatever. You know, that is one big step to keeping to keeping monsters like fucking Keith Rainier from pulling shit like this ever again. Yeah. Or at least making it that much harder. Because with it being destigmatized and decriminalized, the workers will have a legal recourse. Mm. You know, they don't they wouldn't feel like they have to hide from the cops because then the cops could also arrest them for doing something illegal. Yeah. So you know. Uh, so who wants to take the first step on this one? Uh. I, I, um, so obviously the top fucker has, has been arrested and sentenced. What about the rest of them? Does it say like, oh, did, did the documentary say that anyone else has gone down for anything? Um, well, we don't know about the documentary yet, but in, according to the article, uh, co-founder, uh, his co-founder, her daughter, Top lieutenant, uh, the daughter is a top lieutenant. Um, Allison Mack from Smallville, yeah, and Claire Bronfman, the heiress to the Seagram's fortune, and Nixon's largest donor, and the group's, group's bookkeeper, Kathy Russell. All of them were charged along with him, right? And and uh, they all pled pleaded guilty to racketeering charges. So they he's not the only one that went down. There were there were. Uh, 
five other women as well. Yeah. But they're going to be having lesser sentences. Yeah. Uh, and he says Bronfman was sentenced to 81 months uh, just last month. And, and, and for the record, she's the one who is, she's the heiress of the Seagram's fortune. So she's a rich fucker. I don't know what so, that is. Uh, Seagram's, that's like, like alcohol, I believe. Oh, okay. I remember right. Yeah. Yeah. So, cool. yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts or questions or? I, did you have stuff you wanted to say, Scully? Cause I have kind of a silly thing I wanted to say. Uh. Yeah, this good god cult leaders they're they're all like sociopathic like good god this is one of the most fucked up ones I can think of I mean mm -hmm. god I can't even imagine being stuck in a cult I mean yeah oh guys mm -hmm. so fucked up all around definitely good god uh. good thing he's getting you know He's going to be spending the uh, rest of his life in, you know, jail like he belongs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So. This is kind of a, a silly thing. Um, <clears throat> so, um, maybe this is uh, partly to do with some of the um, adult entertainment that I happen to enjoy engaging with. But, <laughs> I, as a. Now, I'm not going to pitch this, pitch this, but as a business model, I had this idea that, because especially a lot of the um, fantasies tend to be like workplace, work based, workplace based fantasies. And mm -hmm. like, but if you had like an agency of men and women, probably mostly going to be women, but you know, willing adults who want to be objectified in their workplace because that is a thing that they've maybe they've seen it in a video or just in their head think this might be a fun thing to do so like say they have a special pin badge or a, you know have a special brochure some some indicator that lets you know if this person goes into this work environment they are tacitly free to be used by the people in that office in a way that he's been previously agreed to. Like, maybe they can actually be skilled as a secretary as well and just go in and do their normal office duties and then get pulled to one side. You know, go in as temps in these places. Maybe they're, you know, private secretaries and only for the use of one person. But just as an idea, like, yeah, it goes into your idea, your thing about decriminalising sex work. But, like, as a person who likes the idea of being objectified, having a, a, a way that you could do that and say, hey, this new temp, yeah, she's also a bit of a goer, but in a, in a way that has been previously agreed to. And obviously you'd have safe yeah. words, you'd have other things in place, like if, if she wasn't in the mood but forgot to take off her, her marker or something, that she could say, actually, no, not today, I, I forgot to take off my thing. But I just... Is that a yeah. business model that you think... Is at the very least intriguing, <laughs> you know, like a a temp agency for um, kinksters. Um, <laughs> I've don't think I've thought of it quite in that way, but I tell you, I tell you what, it, it's the basic rule. Yeah. If it's adult, if it's like you, like like we all have harped on, it's all consenting adults, mm -hmm. and they're all okay with it, and 
you know, everybody is good and fine and, and grooving and vibing in yeah. more ways than one in in in, in everything. Yeah. You know what? There should not be a problem. Yeah. You know, it, it's like it's it's like there's also uh there's like I think it's like sushi bars or something, some of them somewhere. I wanna say in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, where they have like the the sushi served on women's bellies and such. And it's like I've and I've heard people be like, Oh that you know, like they cry out against those and it's like odds are those women signed up for those jobs, they're not forced into them. So it's like you know you know, they're not they're not slaves to it. They could leave the jobs at any time, technically speaking. They're not as they they would be about as much as slave to that job as one is a slave to Walmart. Basically. I think you know. I've seen those and on the one hand I think this kinda of looks kind of not saying I would, but I can sort of say actually, yeah, just to try it, just see what it would be like to be that per- that lady on the table. But I think I'd giggle too much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and the thought of eating off of you know off of somebody else, usually like most likely a partner, you uh-huh. know, is a thing. I mean, yeah, sure, but <laughs> yeah. it also can, can kind of get messy. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, sushi, and, generally speaking, isn't that messy, but there are some food types that can be more so. Yeah, so, um, so that that's that, but that's a whole different thing in and of itself. Again, if it's between willing and consenting adults, then you know whatever. Yeah, um, and and that's the that's the big that's one of the big lessons you I want everybody to take away from this show. It's just mm. as a whole, if if it's sexual and you're consenting adults, have at it. You know, you know. Hang on, as long a... as it's carry it's on. A... Oh. Oh, sorry. You carry on. Okay, so uh, yeah, that's that's the big thing. It's like as rage worthy as I can get, and and and, and everything else I, I I put out there publicly and privately. Mm. You know, the big thing is consent's a thing. That's the big. Yeah. That's the big takeaway. Um, yes. sex work, make it legal. You know, oh, you've gone make, silent decriminalize, again. yeah, just decriminalize. You know, all drugs too. Give mm. edu, you know, educate people about certain drugs. You know, and have consequences for actions that happen while under the influence of drugs, but don't make the mm. drugs illegal because you know that doesn't work. Give consequences to those actions. It's like yeah. you know, drinking is not illegal. Drunk driving is illegal, though. Yeah. So, you know, because yep. we've realized that the alcohol is not the one doing the thing. It's the person. Same with drugs. Mm. But, uh, yeah. So, we're going to... Wow, we've we've been going a while, so we're going to oh, gonna geez. stop, yeah. get, hop off the, the uh, soapbox. Um, I'm going to hopefully have it up, have this up by, uh, by tonight. I should. Shouldn't be too awful bad. My computer's did- not that bad. <laughs> I, I I did I was I was having a silly thought, which is why I said you, you carry on because I'm, I'm trying to f- form the thought. And it's basically on okay. the long lines. So if you're consenting and you know it, clap your hands. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So uh, oh, so on that on that on that silly note, we're gonna go ahead and get out of here. Uh, those of you who've listened through to the end through the one big news article we were talking about, thank you, thank you very much. I I know it was a rough one. I know it was dark. Um, but again, like I said, it's kind of a catch 22. It's one of those things. It's like, take it, take it as a means of showing what kind of shit is 
happening yeah. while sex work is criminalized. You get mm. shit like this. So so you decriminalize it. And and this work, while it may not disappear completely, it will definitely reduce it down considerably. So, you know, because, again, you, you, you're going to have scum of the earth like, like you know, Nixium. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so uh, on that note, uh, Scully, if we wanted to find you on the social media, where could we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Scolapendra and on Tumblr at Scolapendra91. Sweet! And Michelle, where could we find you? I have a link tree, and I can remember how the address works. It's, uh, what is it? Link... Uh, tr.ee slash phoenix11 p-h-e-o-n-i-x-1-1 Sweet! And as for me, I also have a link tree linktr.ee slash gomer to win double x that has you know, links to pretty much everything that I do online um, and also don't forget if you need masks and you really should be getting yourself masks you never have too many at this point because hey, <laughs> I've got three myself so um, check out Mel's shop, melparadise.etsy.com. Don't forget, use the promo code GOMER10 to get 10% off. And, of course, I would be remiss if I also did not mention that our title card artwork, if, you're, you know, if you see it and all of that, that is done by the very wonderful and talented Becky Hopkins, who also has a card which is similar to a link tree, which is beckyhop.card with two rs.co. And... And all of our links and everything will be in the doobly-doo. That is going to be it for this week. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, this is Goma the Ranting Thespian with Skullapendra and Michelle signing off. Bye-bye. Later. <laughs>